0: D-Heads, for a Disney Halloween treat. The annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration, only on disradio.com Happy wishes, everyone. <laughs> it's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents... Now, here's your host, Jonathan
1: Johnson. All right, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And a happy Halloween. Yes, after a month-long celebration with our ninth Annual Not-So-Scary Halloween Celebration. We're all month-long, we've been bringing you ghosts, ghouls, goblins, and all kinds of spooky fun all throughout the month. Halloween has finally arrived, and we have a fun Halloween edition here at the show ready for you. To kick things off for show number 226, for the week of October 31st, 2019, we have a true Disney villain, a new Disney villain in Adrian Martinez. Stopping in here at the show. Now, Adrian Martinez, you may see currently on Stumptown on ABC. He's also part of some great, fantastic commercials, awesome movies, and of course, he is playing the villainous dog catcher in the upcoming live action adaptation of Lady and the Tramp that is launching November 12th on Disney. And Adrian's going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things from his career, upcoming projects, and of course, being part of the Disney family with being part of this new live-action adaptation of Lady and the Tramp, Disney+, and chasing around those dogs just in true dog-catcher fashion. In addition, no show would be complete without the D-Team. And you have the questions, and he has the answers, and Aaron is going to answer all your questions, and I want to know. We have Jeremy with more from This Week in Disney History. Caitlin is back with the wonderful Women of Disney. We also have Dominic here with another edition of The Short Leash, with tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and short on money. We have all kinds of fun, hot off the D-wire, and all kinds of goodies to celebrate Halloween here today and make it one fantastic party. So before we jump into this week's show, I do want to tell you that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel. And Castles and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare and make the most magical vacation that you can possibly have. From character interactions, dining reservations, you name it. They're going to hold your hand and walk you through the process. They are absolutely free and award winning. So definitely check them out. Castles and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you D-heads, with that said, Halloween has arrived. It is time to get the festivities going, get the party rocking and rolling, let out the ghosts, the ghouls, and the goblins, and let's officially kick off show number 226 for the week of October 31st, 2019. Happy,
2: happy Halloween.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To the haunted mansion, you're invited for a Halloween party. I'm so excited. Mickey and Minnie are waiting at the gate. They need your help to decorate. So come on, come all, come on, join in. The Halloween party is about to begin.
3: Happy Halloween!
4: Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone! Come on!
2: One, come on, come all, join in! The Halloween party's about to begin. The haunted mansion's a haunted house. Halloween's fun with Mickey Mouse. Listen up, you goblins and ghouls, dress up and have fun. And
4: those are the rules. You can trick or treat with a skeleton. Make no bones about it, it's fun. <laughs> Daisy Duck said, hee hee hee, Minnie, I go with you, and you go with me. Minnie said, no, he's what we do. You go with me, and. I'll i <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fun for a great Halloween. <laughs> oh. We'll try on costumes exactly that we want, and then we'll and
4: go on a pumpkin hunt. And we'll have a who a delightful fright. Hey, what's that scary sound? Welcome to Halloween! i oh,
3: Their dealings with pressed envelope to Davis and Right down
5: that. Hi, ghost fans. This is your on-the-spot reporter, tiptoeing through the creaky doors of the Disneyland Haunted Mansion to bring you another in-spirit interview. Hovering at my side is Granny Ghoul, former Peoria socialite and silent movie vamp.
2: Hi there, big boy.
5: Granny, you look absolutely inhuman.
2: Thank you. This is my latest creation, a see-through bell-bottom bedsheet with big holes where my eyes used to be. Stunning. But tell me, Granny, is it true that this mansion is haunted by 999 ghosts? That's right, you brave devil. But there's always room for one more, especially if he's as spirited as you seem to be. Well, thanks,
5: Granny, but I'm a human.
2: Well, no one's perfect but you can visit anytime. We're very friendly here.
5: I wanted to ask you about that, Granny. What do you think of letting real people into Disneyland's Haunted Mansion?
2: Well, they are kind of fun to watch, but all that yelling and screaming is spooky. Why, you'd think they'd never seen a ghost before. Thank you, Max,
4: for that marvelous introduction. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine
3: <laughs>
4: You can't stop the things I do I ain't lying No! no! Uh, Don't listen to them. Been 300 years Right down to the day Now the witch is back And there's hell to pay <laughs> I stand on you Good
6: joke, happy Halloween. A lot. No, man, I'm serious.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You gotta get me. A hey, I'm oh, kidding.
4: everybody this is pat carroll i am so glad you're listening to disney on demand and as ursula would
2: say life's full of tough choices
4: isn't it? it.
3: <laughs>
7: don't forget keep listening to disney on demand
0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to Disney On Demand's annual not-so-scary month-long celebration. Get your costumes on, bags in hand, and trick-or-treat. Alright head. so I am back and I hope you enjoyed the official
1: kickoff for show number 226. For the week of October 31st, 2019 as we are culminating with our final not-so-scary Halloween celebration for 2019. Yes, our ninth annual event has finally arrived. All month long we've been bringing you ghosts, ghouls, goblins, and all kinds of Halloween fun. And this week we're bringing you the villainous dogcatcher catcher from the upcoming live-action adaptation of Lady and the Tramp that going to be streaming on Disney Plus November 12th, Adrian Martinez. Adrian's going to be stopping in. We have the D team and all kinds of fun. So before we jump into that news hot off the D wire and continue on with the Halloween festivities here this week, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z Radio. Dot .com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. That's D I Z Radio. Dot com. You can also stay connected on all the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com Diz Radio Show. That's D I Z Radio S H O W. You can also join our D Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, and a variety of other places. Just search Disney on Demand, Diz Radio, D I Z Radio, or Disney Blue. That's B L U. All of which will help you find our fun, unique, ghastly, ghoulishly fun, all kinds of fright filled Halloween great. Disney show. And if you want to stay connected instantly, it's easy to do. Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, search Disney on demand, Diz Radio or Disney Blue, hit subscribe and get the latest shows as they get released on your iPhone, your Android, the tablet of your choosing, you name it. And you can have the latest shows instantly as they get released to hear the magic in your ears every single week. And if you can't remember any of this, just go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com. And there you can find all these links there as well. So all of you D-heads, it is the culmination. All month long, we've been bringing you our ninth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. And this week... It is Halloween. It is October 31st. Halloween has arrived, and I want to make it one big party. All kinds of fun. So instead of giving you the lowdown of all the different kinds of Disney news, things going on that way, I want to give you ways you can celebrate Halloween here at the show today. And of course, maybe you want those last-minute Halloween movies. Maybe you want to go through, you want to watch some great Disney classics as a family, you want to watch them together. There is a way to do that. On the Disney Now app. If you can get the Disney Now app right now, download it absolutely free to download. You can stream all your fix of Halloween fun today to celebrate Halloween. Yes, from all the entire Halloween Town series. Yes, Halloween Town. One, two, three. Return to Halloween Town. You can also watch Can of Worms, Don't Look Under the Bed, and Don't Look Under the Bed is a fantastic. Disney Channel original movie, which you may not know was the very first PG DCOM original movie, as well as the first time Disney had an interracial kiss on a DCOM film as well. You can watch Freaky Friday, Girl vs. Monster, as well as Under Wraps, Invisible Sister, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, The Scream Team, Twitches, Twitches 2, Wizards of Waverly Place the movie, Zombies, and so many others. So you can get your full fix of family fun for Halloween. Super easy. Now, maybe you don't have the Disney Now app, or maybe this, you know, you're not going to sit here and watch it this way. You can still watch The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad and a variety of others. Hocus Pocus, a lot of great ways to celebrate Halloween here at the show. Now, what about those films that aren't Disney related? How about The Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown or Garfield's Halloween Treat? Let's not forget Raggedy Ann and Andy and The Pumpkin That Couldn't Smile. How about Spookly, The Square Pumpkin that airs on Disney Channel and Disney Junior every year? And everybody loves that one. How about Scared Shreckless? On top of all of those, you also have Ernest Scared Stupid, The Haunted Mansion, As well, yes, I just keep going, Mr. Boogity, Bride of Boogity, great ones right there. Let's not forget The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the Tim Burton classic with Johnny Depp, Uh, Casper, uh, The Addams Family, The Addams Family Values, and of course, who could forget The Munsters? And let's go back to the stop-motion days, and let's not forget Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, and way back in the 60s with Stop Motion, with Mad Monster Party, from Rankin and Bass. So a lot of great ones for you to watch. And like I said, I'm just giving you ideas. I want to toss it out here, not bombard you with news here this week, but just give you all the different ways that you can enjoy the holiday today. Now, maybe you're carving pumpkins. You got last minute. Maybe you don't want to carve the pumpkins, or maybe you have extra pumpkins that you want to carve. Here's a little hack you can do. Gut the pumpkin out, grab your favorite cookie cutter, and mallet it through it for a great shape. Maybe you want a dog, a baseball, uh, whatever kind of cookie cutters you have around the house. You can mallet it, go right through, and have a very quick pumpkin in seconds. Definitely fun there. So there's all different ways to celebrate Halloween. These are just a few of the ways that you can sit down as a family. I, myself, with my family, are going to go to Papa John's tonight and get one of those pumpkin-shaped pizzas. Fear not, it doesn't taste like pumpkin. It's just shaped like a pumpkin, and they strategically place the pepperonis to look like a jack-o'-lantern smiling at you. We're going to make the pizza. We're going to watch some Halloween specials and have all kinds of fun and goodies uh, as a family and just light all the jack-o'-lanterns in the house, turn the lights, and just have some fun and and make it creepy, spooky, and all kinds of great. So, all of you d heads, like I said, I just want to toss out there a few different ways that you can enjoy it today. Watch some last-minute specials, celebrate Halloween, and have a blast. I hope you're enjoying Halloween season. I hope you enjoyed our ninth annual Halloween celebration. We have the D team coming up. We have Adrian Martinez. Yes, the dog catcher from the live action adaptation of Lady and the Tramp debuting on Disney Plus November 12th and all kinds of goodies. So before I release the reins here, yes, I truly am done. No tricks, no treats. Yes, for Halloween, my treat to you is to not just ramble in your ear with news this week. So As that being my gift, my treat for you this week for trick-or-treating, me shutting up and pulling back, letting it all go to the team and celebrate Halloween here this week. I do want to mention that disradio.com is probably sponsored by Castles and Dreams Travel. And Castles and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation. They're going to hold your hand, walk you through the process, dining reservations, character interactions, where you should stay at the resort. They're going to hold your hand, make it simple, make it easy. They're award-winning and have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you might have. So definitely check them out. Castles and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all VD you heads with that said, I'm going to continue to get on my David S. Pumpkin suit here. Yes, I truly do wear a David S. Pumpkin suit here on Halloween. So as I'm going to get my suit on here, dress up like Tom Hanks as David S. Pumpkins, I'm going to release the reins to the D-team. We're going to be back later with Adrian Martinez, who's going to talk about being that dog catcher and more Halloween fun. As we wrap up show number 226 for the week of October 31st, 2019 with the closing of our ninth annual Not-So-Scary Halloween celebration. Happy, happy Halloween D-Heads.
8: Materialize and begin to vocalize. Crip ready ghosts come out to, to socialize.
0: Now, don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to terrorize. Crip ready ghosts come out to socialize.
8: Old tree for the midnight spree. creepy creeps with eerie eyes.
0: Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in a daft disguise. They pretend to knows come out to social love
2: Why, hello there, children. So nice of you to stop by. I've been dying to have you. I'm Hedy, your gracious ghost host, haunting you all month to show you how you can turn your house into a scary haunted mansion, just like this one. But of course, if you really want to scare your friends, you'll need my help. Because let's be honest, you're no Aladdin. You don't even have a magic carpet. You're just a kid in a devil costume. Well, it's cute, really. So for this trick, find an old plastic mixing bowl, or one of these small plastic cauldrons. With a grown-up's help, carefully make a hole in the side of the cauldron. Next, sew an old glove onto the sleeve of a spooky costume, and glue it to the cauldron. Remember, only glue the glove, not your hand, or all the neighbor kids will point at you and scream, Hey, there goes crazy cauldron hands, let's get him! Next, put on the costume, stick your hand through the hole. When they try to take your candy, grab their ghoulish little hand and say, Hey, who told you you could take my candy? Get your grubby hands off my candy. <laughs> And that way, Crazy Cauldron Hands gets to keep his candy.
9: Stay tuned for more Halloween tips presented by Disney's Haunted... Hello from Neverland! My name is Jeremy, and I am the head lost boy here in Neverland, and, well, they call me the Spider-Pan. I'll talk a little bit more about this a little bit later. But for now, welcome to Great Moments in History, but only the Disney parks. Sometimes when diving into history... We must take leaps into the unexplainable and the slightly unknown, things that we are rumored to be true, and things that we are just not sure of, but we call them history. I'm going to tell you the story of two houses, both quite alike, one in New Orleans and one sitting just outside Philadelphia. They're very different in styles on the outside, but seem to have similar stories on the inside, and it's hard to tell which house belongs to which story. There are several stories you may find about this this mansion or these mansions. One deals with a sailor who went by the name Captain Gore on the high seas, a pirate, who was once going to marry the fair Priscilla. Priscilla. But he tried to hide his secret past away from her and forbid her to go into a room or to open a secret chest where he'd kept many of his treasures through a life of pillaging and villainy. Well, unfortunately, one day she did break into that chest and have a good look. He, of course, had two different reasons for killing her. He didn't want her telling anyone in town... He also didn't realize it was her. We're not sure which of these stories are true, or if any of this is true. But after he murdered her, he began to be haunted by all the people that he had killed throughout his life of piracy. And he hung himself over the portrait gallery from the attic. We still don't know if this story is true. There are other rumors of other sailors who, of course, were hidden pirates who came back and found their beloved had trapped themselves in a chest. We also hear rumors of him dying and his fiance having died, and all of the guests at the wedding turned out to have been other ghosts. It's really hard to pinpoint the exact story that takes place in one of these houses if not both. But one thing also seems to be rumored and perhaps true. The story of a black widow bride named Constance Hatchaway seems to have gained ownership of the mansion. One of them, at least, if not both. She gained ownership by marrying wealthy husbands and uh, allegedly killing them getting the inheritance for herself. Until one day she come across one husband that knew of her game. And they lived unhappily ever after. (laughs) After life. Now, is it possible that the stories we hear of the wealthy pirate and the Black Widow Bride are somehow connected? Is it possible the Black Widow Bride at once tried to marry a wealthy young sea captain, unaware that he was a pirate, and quite ready for her. And they made a match made in, um, well, the mansion. We may never know the truth, and we can go and research and find all kinds of stories about how one mansion was taken and put in Disneyland, And despite the efforts of all of the workers trying to fix up the interior, the ghosts kept destroying it on the inside, although they've made the outside of this New Orleans mansion look very nicely at Disneyland, and they just invited everybody to come in and have a few thrills meeting some of the ghosts. In fact, Walt said he wanted to bring in ghosts from all over the world, including one that kind of travels, but seems to have returned we just know him as a hatbox ghost. We don't seem to know what the truth is behind the ghosts in these mansions. Some people say, you know, a bunch of different people that they're calling quote-unquote Imagineers. What a weird term. That they just came up with all these different illusions, and they're really tricking us. But we know that these mansions are surely Haunted. That's it for this week's History Lesson, D-Heads. Remember, you can find me on a podcast called Neverland to Disney and Beyond, where, as I've mentioned, I am Head Lost Boy. They call me the Spider-Pan because every lost boy has to have a nickname. Lost girls don't get nicknames because, well, girls are too clever. They don't get lost. But we do give nicknames to our pixies. Head on over to NeverlandPodcast.com and find out all about it and join in the fun we're having here in Neverland. Until next time keep a pixie in your pocket.
2: what's this
0: what's this there's color everywhere what's this there's white things in the air what's this i can't believe my eyes i must be dreaming wake up jack what is this haven't you heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men no.
2: <laughs> touchstone pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas.
6: And what did Santa bring you, honey?
8: This is Ken Page, and I'm the voice of Oogie Boogie. And I want you to know you're listening to Disney On Demand.
4: Everybody make a same trick or treat.
8: Tell the neighbors on
4: the diaphragm. It's so tough. Everybody Halloween I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red.
8: I am the one hiding under <laughs> on your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. This
3: is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. Halloween.
4: In this town, we call home. Everyone, hail to the pumpkin soul.
8: In this town, don't we love it now? Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Found that corner now, hiding in the Chim- trash can. Something's
2: waiting at to pounce and how oh, you scream! Hey, this is Halloween! men and black. It's like a queen. Aren't you scared? Well,
8: Scream. Here down on I am the cloud of the tearaway face. Here in a flash of do trace. I am the who in the cock who I am the wind blowing through your hair. I am the shadow on the moon at night, filling your dreams to the brim with fright. This is Halloween, this is Halloween, 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 Halloween,
4: Halloween. 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 No fun
8: without a good scare. That's our job
4: But we're not mean
8: In, in our, our town, town of Halloween In this town Don't we love it now? Everyone's, Everyone's waiting for the next surprise chin Jack might catch you in the back And scream like a
2: bet you make
8: you jump oh, out of no, your no, skin This is Halloween, everybody scream Won't you please make way for a very special guy
2: the pumpkin Pass everyone hail to the pumpkin king. Now, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween,
4: Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. In this town we call home, everyone hail to the pumpkin song. <laughs> Halloween.
0: you have questions we have answers let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in i want to know
10: hey d heads this is aaron and it's time again for another installment of i want to know well i hope everyone has enjoyed our not so scary halloween shows i know i have well the big day is upon us enjoy your halloween night and i hope everyone gets lots of candy well for the last time this season Let's reach into the Virtual Coffin and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Gracelyn Redford of Boston MA, and she writes, Aaron, Happy Halloween. I was listening to the Chilling, Thrilling Sounds LP from Disney. They also made a Haunted Mansion one. Since I love these kind of records, did they ever make any other read-alongs or LPs for Mansion, Tower of Terror, or anything else spooky? long-time listener, and D-head. Well, there are a few other spooky albums from Disney. The Story and Song from the Haunted Mansion is the Disneyland Records album that was released in 1969 to coincide with the opening of Disney's Haunted Mansion attraction. It featured the story of two teenagers, Mike, voiced by Ron Howard, and Karen, voiced by Robbie Lester, who gets trapped inside the mansion. With Thurl Ravenscroft as the narrator, Pete Renaday as the ghost host, and Eleanor Audley as Madame Leota. The record also includes a storybook depicting various scenes from the attraction. Well, There's also Disney's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow and Rip Van Winkle from 1963. Then there's Disney's Spooky Halloween Collection that has a great list of spooky songs from Disney classics. Like Friends on the Other Side from Princess and the Frog, and Oogie Boogie's song from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, that's a few of the classics for some more fun Halloween listening. Our next question is from Toby Makey of Florida, and he writes, I want to know, I have a question for you about Monster TV. I think those were the old music videos Disney used to show when Disney Channel was fun and cool and showed old stuff. Are those available anywhere to watch or bootleg DVD, anything? Your help is appreciated. I really want to relive my days of childhood watching Disney Channel. Well, I do believe you're remembering DTV. Disney DTV was a series produced by Walt Disney Productions in the 80s, which was the kitty equivalent to MTV. Basically, the episodes consisted of a compilation of music videos featuring popular songs of the time, which were set to clips of Disney cartoons that were edited and synchronized with the music. In 1987, Disney aired Disney's DTV Monster Hits on Halloween night. DTV Monster Hits is hosted by the Magic Mirror, character actor Jeffrey Jones, and is co-hosted by Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Witch Hazel. Together they introduce each of the music videos. We're also treated to an animated short, Trick or Treat, as well as an extended clip from The Great Mouse Detective, which was the latest Disney feature at the time. The heffalumps and woozles of the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh also make an appearance. It featured such songs as Michael Jackson's Thriller, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr., and Bad Moon Rising by CCR. You can watch most of these videos on YouTube, and they're a fun watch. Well, our final question is from Macy Roller of Chicago, Illinois, and she writes, Aaron of the D-Team, long listener to the show. Always wanted to write in, but never have, so now I figured I should get in on the action. So my question for you would be about Disney's House of Villains. I know there's a Christmas one as well. Where did the House of Idea come from? And, are there more in the series? I wish that Disney would have more like this, with so many IP in one place. A fellow D-head. Well, House of Mouse wasn't just movies, it was a TV series. Disney's House of Mouse is an animated television series produced by Walt Disney Television Animation that originally aired for three seasons, from January 13th, 2001, to its finale on the 24th of October, 2003. The show focuses on Mickey Mouse and his friends running a cartoon theater dinner club in the fictional Toontown, catering to many characters from Disney cartoons and animated movies, while showcasing a variety of their cartoon shorts. The animated series is a spin off of the popular short lived Disney series Mickey Mouse Works and featured many Mickey Mouse shorts as well as selection of brand new shorts. Classic Mickey Mouse, Goofy, and Donald Duck shorts from the 1930s through the 50s were also occasionally seen, particularly towards the end of the series run, when the finite amount of mouse work shorts had almost been exhausted. The series featured two special films, Mickey's Magical Christmas Snowed in at the House of Mouse and Mickey's House of Villains, along with an all-night marathon of the House of Mouse aired on Toon Disney, in September 2002, under the title, Night of a Thousand Tunes. Well, I'm hoping this entire series will end up on Disney+. Plus. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at disradio.com. Make sure to include your name and see so and give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless. Imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D heads, and I hope everyone has a great Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. They say I'm
4: trouble. They say I'm bad. They say I'm evil, and that makes me glad. I didn't know. Next door,
2: I'm riding to the
4: on the set of our new movie, Spooky Buddies. I love scary movies. And our new movie is off the chain, yo. What just happened? Um, nice special effects, guys. Just like in our new movie. Ha! Ah, where did he just go? Dude, are you still scared? You were scared on set the whole time. What? You must be tripping, dog. I ain't scared of nothing. What's going on? B-Dog. A scaredy cat ah, I ain't no scaredy cat ah!
0: Disney's Spooky Buddies The Curse of the Halloween Hound an all new movie
4: and if you dogs want to find us check out our new movie Spooky Buddies on
0: Disney Blu-ray and DVD Fall 2011
5: Halloween treasure trick trick or treasure Halloween pleasure under
8: the pirate moon When you come
11: This is Dominic with a special edition of Disney Short Leash. If you're new, I used to do a segment called Short Leash, which was a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they were short on time or short on money. And with any luck, they may have been able to try some of those suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. They still exist in the archives, so check them out. But after about three years of tips, I packed in the segment and decided to take the summer off, travel Europe, and take my family on a long trip to Walt Disney World in late July. And we discovered some interesting changes from the last long family trip we took over four years ago. To catch you up, we are theme park people. We aren't interested in doing anything we can't do anywhere else. We don't care about the pool. We aren't gonna be real picky about dining. We are packed to lunch and go to the counter service restaurant type people. We are going to be at the park from the minute it opens until the minute it closes. And because of this, we rarely stay on property. I mean, why pay for a place that we're not gonna be awake to enjoy? We are a family of five and we can get a suite with a separate bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, living room for far less money than even Disney's value resort and resort is in high quotations for their motel-esque offerings. But there are some disadvantages for not staying on property and some of those disadvantages affected us on our summer trip. It started with the fast passes. By not staying on property, we could not make fast pass reservations until 30 days ahead and even a month out, Every major long-line attraction at every single park was booked. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was not even open yet, so Hollywood Studios was slammed with everybody checking out Slinky Dog at Toy Story Land and then having almost nothing else to do. So the crowds inundated the Tower of Terror and the Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith from the 1990s. All of those attractions were fast-past sold out. With a little app refresh persistence, we managed to snag a Fastpass for Age on Stage starring Aerosmith from yesteryear, but Slinky Dog and Tower of Terror were all booked up. Test track at Epcot, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train at the Magic Kingdom, and Flight of Passage over at Animal Kingdom were similarly in Fastpass Lockdown. Were we worried? Not at all. I've been spending three years on this very podcast giving people hints on how to never wait for more than 20 minutes for any ride. Our first stop was the Magic Kingdom, and my daughter's favorite ride is the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Well, her love is for sale, and I'm buying. So we packed up the family, and we were going to get to the park right when the park opened, and head for the Mine Train. The park opened at 9 o'clock that day, and by 9.04, we were at the entrance of the Mine Train, and it already had a 90-plus minute wait. What? Well, Rope Drop's a little different now from the last time we opened the park. Back in the day, everybody was corralled outside the main gate. A train would show up with various characters and fictional Main Street dignitaries. They would sing and dance like it was some kind of Pleasantville, Leave It the Beaver, Stepford musical number. And when they would release you like cattle into the kingdom, something akin to The Amazing Race meets Lord of the Flies would commence. As you would power walk your way around strollers pushed by Alpha Moms doing their best Mario Kart impersonation to be the first one on Space Mountain. Your kid's six months old, what are you gonna do on Space Mountain with a baby? That's ridiculous. But this outside the gate extravaganza with the Up With People cover band does not exist anymore. The parks have a soft open for rope drop. The Magic Kingdom is open hours prior to the scheduled opening time. You can walk around for a bit, then head over to the land of your choosing, which is where your freedom ends. Unless it's an extra magic hours day, and the hotel guests get in early. Or you paid off the mouse, and you get some early park time. But if you're a normie, if you're a peasant, you're kept at bay at a land entrance. On our second Magic Kingdom day, we arrived at 7.30 and we are stationed up at the front of the Fantasyland Rope. At 9 o'clock, the characters do a little song and dance at the castle and fireworks go off like a track coach's starting pistol. The rope is dropped, and the cast members do their best to navigate a large mass of elbowing tourists to their destination. At 9.01, I am happy to say that our family was first in line for the Hall of Presidents. It was totally worth it. I'm kidding, but seriously, we were on and off the mine train by 9.07, and we were even able to do Peter Pan's flight in under 10 minutes, which is amazing, because it's often less time to watch the whole movie than the time it takes to get in front of the line. We had a similar soft-controlled rope drop at the other three parks. Toy Story Land was probably the pushiest. The Tower of Terror was the most controlled with an array of cast members guiding people into the tower or the rocking chair roller coaster staring aging Smith. Epcot was more of a shotgun with everybody being held up at Spaceship Earth and then heading every which way when people started to go on the Frozen or Test Track or Soarin'. Flight of Passage was somewhere in between. Whereas a bit of a free-for-all was in front of the Tree of Life Hub until you reached the Land of Pandora. Once you're there, you are expertly funneled into the Flight of Passage. They even started running people on that attraction 20 to 30 minutes before the park's scheduled opening time. Now I know what you're thinking. Day one, you got there at 9, and there was an hour and a half wait. Day two, you got there at 7:30 and rode at 9 a.m. That's an hour and a half too. What's the difference? Well, the difference is, once an hour and a half before the park opens, you're not using any of your paid ticket time. All of the Fast Passes were sold out for those heavy-hitting rides, but by the time the park officially opened, I had written those attractions without a Fast Pass and went about the rest of my ticket day free from waiting in massive ticket time eating lines in the sweltering heat. Because getting the long lines out of the way before the day even begins without staying on property or buying extra time from a loan shark dressed as a mouse, well, that just might be short leash people, and I hope you enjoyed the tip. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at Dominic at DizRadio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at DizRadio.com. Who knows, every once in a while I might return with a short leash segment. I also can be found on the internet on Twitter at WDWPlantunes.com or on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW or by visiting plantoons.com. We have videos of every rope drop we experience posted over there now, so check them out. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Five little pumpkins sitting on a gate. The first
4: one said, oh my, it's getting late. The second one said, there are witches in the air. The third one said, but we don't care. The fourth one said, let's run and run and run The fifth one said, I'm ready for some fun with the wind and I'll the light And the five little pumpkins rolled out of sight Five little pumpkins glowing bright The first one said, it's Halloween night The second one said, it's time to go. The
2: third one said, it's time to glow The
4: fourth one said, let's all glow one said Let's light up the night the yeah. wind the light
3: And the five little
4: pumpkins rolled out of sight wow. <laughs> Five little pumpkins sitting on the ground The first one said Let's spin round and round The second one said My mouth is growing The third one said
2: My eyes are glowing The fourth
4: one said <laughs> Let's run and run and run The fifth one said
2: Ready for some fun?
4: Ooh, with the wind and out with the light And the five little pumpkins rolled outside
3: yeah. <laughs> Five little
4: pumpkins sitting on a gate The first one said, oh my, it's getting late The second one said, there are witches in the air The third one said, But we don't care The fourth one said, let's run and run and run The fifth one said, I'm ready for some fun Ooh, the Out of
9: sight. Let me guess. You're like the center of your people's universe, right? Indeed. Well, I've got no leashes or fences. With me, every day could be an adventure.
0: Camera. Action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. All right, all of you
1: Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And as we continue bringing you the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, whether that's films, television, streaming, you name it, we're here to help you bring the magic into your ears, into your lives. And with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to any of that. You know him from a variety of different things, from Stumptown, I. Gilbert, and of course, the upcoming Lady and the Tramp live-action adaptation on Disney. Disney. Disney Plus. We have none other than Adrian Martinez here. Welcome to Diz Radio. Hey, thank you so much. It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, your resume continues to impress. So many different movies and projects you've been part of. Of course, being part of the upcoming brand new launch of Disney Plus. So many different things. Now, before we jump into all the fun projects you're part of, I guess the one thing I always love to start it out with for all of our listeners out there is what led you down the road of pursuing acting as a career?
7: Uh, well, I found myself as a complete failure in every other endeavor. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) just the process of elimination. Um, I've always loved the movies. I, and, uh, uh, I just thought to myself when I was going to the movies or watching television, I would see actors and I would say, well, why didn't he make this choice? Or why didn't he make that choice? And, uh, and I just realized, why don't you make the choice of just getting in there instead of, uh, criticizing other actors? And so, I told my family and they said, no, you must be crazy. And, uh, that's for other people in other cities. But I had a passion and I had to pursue it. It kept haunting me every time I didn't show up for my dream of being an actor. So, uh, I, I caught a universal sign, uh, in high school, when a friend of mine told me of a, uh, an audition for a TV show called Unsolved Mysteries, and they, they needed a, uh, a track star, and, uh, you know, I was 16, and I was a track star back then, and, uh, uh, the audition was just a sprint, and I basically left everyone in the dust, and, uh, I got the job, and, uh, Next thing I knew, I was in the union.
1: Well, you know, and it's been fully fruitful for you, too, because since then, you just continue to work. All your credits just continue to mount up, of course. And you've been part of so many different projects, you know, from that time moving forward. And I guess with that, you know, one of those, of course, is being part of the new series Stumptown as well. I guess, what is it like being part of, you know, such a series like this that's, you know, all over the place, getting great praise? Uh, What's it like being part of something like that, uh, you know, on this network TV and you're just sitting back looking at yourself and going wow this is where my career has taken me
7: yeah it's it's been a, a long haul but um uh, i've i've enjoyed the process so that makes the time go by easy you know when you're out of set with these people it's it's just uh, a complete validation of all the hard work and all the times you work you work uh, just trying to get a job or just trying to get an audition um and, uh, this cast is stellar. They're all winners. You know, Kobe Smolders, Michael Ealy, Cameron Mannheim, Kentu Cardinal, Cole Sivet. These guys are winners. They, they have track records that are stellar and, uh, and everyone inspires me in different ways. Uh, I particularly am impressed by Kobe Smulders, whose work ethic is just off the chain. Um, she sometimes has to shoot two episodes at a time. She's basically in every scene. Uh, she's doing stunt work. She's got a, a husband and two kids. And she just never stops and never complains, not a whiff of, of whining or any of that. And she has set such a high bar for the rest of us that uh, you just simply have to live up to it. And then you go to an actor like Cole Sivis, who's a newcomer. Uh, he plays Dancil. And he's just a ball of light. He's full of so much gratitude and enthusiasm. And for me personally, it's great to see because you know, you know, after so many years, you can become a little jaded, or you know, it's good another job, let's go, you know. But it's he's just so psyched for it all, and. and He's given me renewed life and enthusiasm and I'm, I'm working with him this week and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Now, you know, like you said, kind of reinvigorating that and, you know, getting your excitement as any career where you go up and down. Uh, you know, do you ever find yourself looking back, flipping through the channel, seeing yourself and do you, do you end up critiquing yourself or do you look back and you're like, wow, I have lived a life that some people just could only imagine that they are lucky enough to do?
7: I guess it's a little of both. Uh, <laughs> depending on what I run into. Um I remember one time I was watching television, and there was uh an episode of America's Most Wanted, where I played the fugitive, because I apparently looked like the guy. And uh, <laughs> to my credit, he got arrested. And I also wonder, is he in jail right now, like, looking at me, I'm sometimes saying, that son of a... he He's why I'm in here. <laughs> <laughs> um... But it is kind of fun to to, to flip the channels, and my kid says, "Daddy, this is you." I'm like, "Yeah, that's me."
1: Well, you know, and now you can get even more of that because, you know, of course, Disney Plus is launching on November 12th, and you're actually going to be part of the *Lady and the Tramp* live-action adaptation of it. Uh, you know, there. You know, forefront of something brand new, new streaming service, and of course, brand new Disney movie. That's going to open up so many different things where everyone's just now going to be running around going, there's the dog catcher. How, what was it like auditioning and landing this role of being the, you know, I guess I wouldn't say villainous, but somebody who's just very passionate about his job and being a dog catcher?
7: Yeah, he's a little uh, intense, isn't he? Um, I'm very excited about this movie. Uh, we're having a, a screening tonight. With some of the cast and producers, and it's it's a red carpet thing, and it's going to be really fun to just see the guys again. Um, yeah, th- this was uh, about three months in Savannah, Georgia last year. Uh, I was wearing a Colleen Atwood, uh corduroy suit that they actually wore in 1908. These dog catchers, um, Colleen, of course, uh, has won four Oscars and. It's a spectacular uh uh costume fitting. Um and uh I, I don't think I ran or sweated so much in my life. It was Savannah, Georgia. Was <laughs> in the summer I was dying and I it was a chasing trap uphill, downhill, just screaming, Come back here uh uh sometimes they use digital dogs so they have to chase this, this metal ball that represents the dog and I have to chase chase that. Um uh but it was really a thrill to work in savannah and to to work with Monty and Rose, who play lady and Tramp uh the actual dogs um and then they had stunt dogs that were faster than a uh, speeding bullet um It was a great time. I really enjoyed working on this project uh and it's funny being the bad guy in a disney movie um but he has a good heart he's just trying to keep order in the city. You can't have dogs running everywhere. Um, so he's he's very intense, but uh, a very good experience.
1: Well, you know, and like you said, being a villain in a Disney movie is always something a little bit different, of course. But the villains are never truly villainous. It's always, you know, something fun, memorable and whatnot. Now, they always say, you know, when you're when you're an actor, you should always steer clear of working with kids and animals. Did you thoroughly enjoy working with animals in this? And are are you a dog person yourself?
7: Uh, yes, I am a dog person. Uh, sadly, uh, our dog Milo died uh, about died during the shooting. So uh, we had had him; he was a pug. We had had him fourteen years. So it was an odd mix of emotions trying to play a, uh, a dog catch, trying to catch these dogs, and maintain the discipline. And well, at the same time. Uh, Kind of, uh, you know, being sad about my own dog passing. Um, but that's life. It's all a big mix of things. Um, but I uh, I really enjoyed working on the movie. Um, uh, what was your question again?
1: Uh, no, just that, you know, asking if you're a dog person. But, well, that's going to also lead me into then, uh, you know, being part of this Disney Plus brand new streaming service. You know, being part of the Disney catalog is always, you know, an ongoing thing for years to come. So, are you fully prepared for, you know, 30 years from now, people are going to be watching this and they're going to be like, there's that dog catcher again. You know, you're going to be this dog catcher for eternity.
7: Well, I'm taking it as a badge about it. Just the fact that uh, I made a small contribution to, uh, to, to disney is is very overwhelming my family grew up on disney i went to disneyland when i was four years old uh with my mom and um you know you just remember these wonderful experiences and movies over the years uh disney is special you know it's not like any other amusement park and their movies aren't like any other movies um they're all about about story about connection about family um Disney is a big blast of light in this world, and uh, I'm so glad they're around and that I, I was able to, to contribute in some small way.
1: Well, you know, and with that, too, because, you know, you said you had kids yourself. Are, are they just as excited to see you in a Disney movie?
7: Yeah, I have one daughter. She's coming with me tonight to the screening, and, um, she's, yeah, she's, she's, uh, she's into it. Uh, she's, uh, she tries to pretend she's not because she's a, a teenager now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go see it. Let's just, See, I don't know what's going on here. But deep inside, I know she's pulling for me, and and that's all that matters.
1: Oh, that's the way it works. I have a teenage daughter myself, so I know exactly what you're
7: going through. (laughs) We just went to Disneyland. We had the best time. Um, So Disney's in our blood here.
1: Well, you know, and with that too, like I said, being part of something that is this brand new streaming service that's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger. And of course, you know, that's going to be part of their catalog for people to watch anytime, whenever they want, instantly. So you're going to you're gonna be part of this forever as part of this, you know, Disney classic. Now, I guess aside from that, you're also part of a variety of other projects, including iGilbert. Can you let us in a little bit more about that project?
7: Yeah, um... I Go But is a movie I wrote, produced, starred and directed, and I. as uh, a drama about uh, a guy who's kind of a lonely, sad sack. lives with his mom. He's pushing forty, and uh, he's obsessed with with uh, with people, but he only connects with them through his cell phone, taking pictures of them. And he um, finally meets someone that he dares try to have a, a human connection with, a real connection with. And um, he attempts to do so with very strange mixed results. <laughs> but really, it's an allegory for where we are today as a society. You know, we're so into our phones and surface connection, uh, like Facebook and Instagram. But is it at the cost of, of human real connection? And so if this was something that became important to me when my daughter uh, just constantly started asking me, can I get a phone? Can I get a phone? Can I use your phone? <laughs> uh, and it just, uh, it just kind of snowballed from there, but thanks for bringing it up.
1: Now, I guess with that too, are, is there any other outlets where people are going to be able to see this film or we are going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled?
7: Yeah, you know, I just submitted it to festivals and, uh, It should be out uh, next year and I'll keep you updated.
1: Well, you know, and it comes full circle, too, because, you know, this is something that is true, like you said, in today's society and that connection and that human interaction with things. And, of course, you know, that goes back to everything from being on Stumptown all the way through, you know, being a dog catcher and leading the tramp. It's all about getting out there and not looking up, looking down at a phone all the time.
7: Yes, it's about connection. Uh... And so if I'm walking down the street and people see me as the dog catcher and they, like, hold on to the leash of their dog, but be careful with this guy. That's funny to me, and that's going to be a, a nice connected moment we have.
1: Now, I guess with your entire career, because you've been part of so many different things from I Gilbert, Lady in the Tramp, America's Most Wanted, every, everything through, you know, The Sopranos, I mean, all over the board. Uh, you know, because it has gone from, you know, from, I guess, documentary style to film to television to adult content, all the way through to children's content, is there one genre that you just love being part of more than one, or do you just love acting overall where you're? To, like, bring on the challenge.
7: I, I love actors like Charlie Chaplin and Peter Sellers and uh, the Mexican actor, Cam These are actors who always had a mix of humor and pathos. You know, they would line up your face by making you laugh, and then at some point, they would just break your heart. And I've always been drawn to that ability uh, to affect an audience that way, um, and uh, you know, movies like *Being There* or *City Lights*, you know, these are these are classics that stand the test of time. So, I, I'll sign up for that any day of the week.
1: Very cool. Well, you know, we know you are busy. So many different things going on, of course, and, uh, you know, constantly always working. Great things. Everybody can always tune into Stumptown. Of course, Lady and the Tramp coming out on Disney Plus November 12th. I, Gilbert, will be hitting the festival circuits, and we'll be looking forward to that one, and so many different projects. So I guess... In closing, with all the people's lives you've touched, you know, doing so many different things since the early 90s, all the way through now, and of course, future generations that you're going to touch base upon, you know, with different roles you're doing, and of course, you know, children, family, you name it. Is there any final words you'd like to leave out there for anybody tuning in whose lives you've touched through all the different projects you've been part of?
7: Thank you for watching. Thank you for all your notes of support over the years. I appreciate all my fans, every single one of you. You can follow me at Taste of Adrian, and, and thank you for being there for me. I promise every time I show up in front of the camera, I'm going to give it everything I got.
1: Very cool. Well, it was our pleasure having you stop in, Adrian. Everybody, definitely tune in to Stumptown, of course, and, of course, Disney Plus on November 12th, and the Tramp, the live-action adaptation. You can also catch him on those classic State Farm commercials as the uh, discount double-check guy with Aaron Rodgers. Every, everybody loved those. It was our pleasure having you stop in, Adrian, chat with us, take this time, and of course, we're looking forward to all the projects that you're working on. And of course, seeing you run around as Elliot, uh, tracking down Tramp. So, uh, good, good luck to you in the future, and of course, welcome back anytime, especially when I Gilbert hits more screens.
7: Thank you so much for the time. Just
5: moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right aloud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up in my mind to stay. Nothing was gonna drive me away. When I seen something that give me the creep, had one big eye and a two big feet. Stood right still and I did the free He did the stroll right up to me Made a noise with his feet that sound like a drum
3: Say you'll be
5: here when the morning comes Say yes I'll be here when the morning comes. Now you know I'm born. Ain't no hang gonna run me off. In my kitchen, my stove was a blazing hot. The coffee was a boiling in the pot. The grease had melted in my hand. I had a hunk of meat in my hand. From outer space that sat a man On a hot stove with the pots and pans Say that's hot, I began to shout He drank a hot coffee right from the spout He ate the raw meat right from my Said to me now, you better run. Don't be here when the morning comes. See, yes, I'll be here when the morning comes. I'll be right here and I ain't gonna run.
3: The grand prize went through a in their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt.
8: right down that.
4: welcome to Diller's midnight manor i'm your ghost host it's a sort of a moon city retirement home for worn out witches ghosts goblins and similar death of the party types where every night is halloween but before we go inside let me show you around the ground Watch the gate, Clyde. As you can see, our security patrol keeps an eye on the grounds. And our pet birds keep an eye on the security patrol. Now watch your step. We just poured some new quicksand. Over here are complete recreational facilities for our physical fitness program our house jazz group. Right on, fellas. Our retirement plan is the living end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so much for the grounds. Come on, let's go inside. Uh Uh-oh. I forgot my key. Wait, just a minute. Well, don't
6: just stand there. Come on in! Hi there, it's Caitlin here with the wonderful women of Disney, a new segment that shines a light on women from the Walt Disney Company's past and present. They weren't kidding when they called her, well, a witch. Ursula, that is, not the gem of a human who voiced the infamous sea witch herself, Pat Carroll. Pat Carroll was born in 1927, and boasts a long career of stage and screen, large and small. Far before she gave a sea witch her voice, Carol won an Emmy Award for Caesar's Hour in 1956 and starred regularly in the sitcom Make Room for Daddy throughout the 60s and had appearances in several variety shows, such as The Danny Kaye Show, The Red Skelton Show, and The Carol Burnett Show. She even starred as Prunella, one of the wicked stepsisters in Rodgers and Hammerstein's 1965 musical production of Cinderella. In the late 1970s, Pat Carroll starred in a successful one-woman show called Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein, Gertrude Stein by Mary Martin, which won many awards. And her album version of the same play won a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Documentary or Drama in 1980. During the late 70s and 80s, Carol also played leading characters' mothers in various sitcoms, including Laverne and Shirley, Busting Loose, and She's the Sheriff. Following these television stints was when her voiceover work began to rev up, starting not with the fabulous Ursula in The Little Mermaid, but rather with Grandma Arbuckle in A Garfield Christmas. Though not Disney, this classic Christmas special is sure to be nostalgic to many a millennial, having premiered on television in 1987. If you look closely, you might even catch a little resemblance between her character's Coke bottle glasses and herself. Shortly after, she began voicing for Disney, first as Granny in the redub of My Neighbor Totoro, and then in 1989 as Ursula the Sea Witch. Obviously, this role made her nothing short of a Disney classic and she reprised the voice of Ursula for several House of Mouse specials and video games. Most recently, Carol can be heard voicing old lady Crowley in season 1 episodes of Tangled the series. Carol is 92 years old. If you're interested in hearing more from Pat Carroll herself, search our archives for show number 6 when we had the pleasure of chatting with her back in May of 2010. And watch out for shady deals this Halloween. Because we hear, the boss is on a roll. Elastigirl said it best. Leave the saving of the world to the men? I don't think so. We can handle this. Have a nice Halloween. Whoa! But she gave a shriek
4: and a-
0: Grab your death certificate, watch out for hitchhiking ghosts, stand clear of elevator shafts, and look over your shoulder for those Disney villains, because this is the annual not-so-scary Halloween celebration on Disney On Demand! (laughs)
1: All right, all of you D-Heads, I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It was a fantastic romp, a little bit of tricks, a little bit of treating, and I hope you got a bag full of candy on this Halloween celebration and the ultimate culmination of our ninth annual Not-So-Scary month-long Halloween celebration here at the show. I want to extend a very special thank you to Adrian Martinez for stopping in here this week, chatting with us, talk about what it's like being that villainous dog catcher, and be sure to check him on November 12th when Disney Plus launches and he is playing the villainous dog catcher in the live-action ad Adaptation of Disney's *Lady and the Tramp*. Thank you, Adrian, once again for stopping in. I'd also like to thank the D team because without them, there'd be nothing more than me rambling week in and week out. So thank you once again to Aaron, Jeremy, Dominic, Caitlin, and Charles all stopping in here this week with their signature segments. You truly do make the show. Remember to reach out, connect up with the D team. They don't bite. They would definitely love to chat it up with you. And most of all, thank you, the D heads. You are the reason we continue to bring this show to you for the last nine years. We are going into our 10 year anniversary in 2020 and it is all because of all of you the d heads thank you you are the true backbone of this show you truly do make it magical so thank you the d heads now next week we are jumping into november and we have all kinds of fun coming up great new guests for the fall season and all kinds of goodies as we get back to our normal shows here at Diz radio but before i clue you in as to who's going to be stopping in next week i do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show and first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com. That's D I Z radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com. D I Z radio. You can also connect with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. that's D-I-Z Radio, S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney Discussion Group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Snapchat, and a variety of different places. Just search Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, or Disney On Demand, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, ghoulishy, ghastly, fun kind of Disney show. And remember, if you want to stay connected instantly, you can't wait to have the magic in your ears. All you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, search Diz Radio, Disney Blue, or Disney On Demand, all three of which will help you find our unique show. Hit subscribing at the shows as they get released right there on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, to listen to instantly. And if you can't remember any of this, just go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio.com, and find all these links there as well. Now, next week, we are jumping into fall. We're jumping into the fall season, and we have some great guests lined up. I'm going to leave those as a surprise right now because we have some really good fall guests coming up to help us jump into November and gear up for the holiday season. So before I do that, and before I let you go to enjoy some Halloween here, some trick-or-treating, some last-minute Halloween parties and Halloween fun, watching those last-minute movies, remember, take time, slow down, And never neglect family for business. You can always make money. You can't always make memories. Truly make those moments count. Make those memories. Make them happen. You only have one chance to get them and can never get them back. So remember, take time. Slow down. Never neglect family for business. Until next week, all of you D-Heads, go out there, make the memories, make the magic, and happy, happy Halloween.
4: Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever
8: they're at. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, Weird ghosts gleam where the spirits dwell, Restless bones lies. Rise the spooks of every size, Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize.
2: When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, the spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize.
5: As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree,
3: spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie owls start to stream.
8: Welcome, my friends, to the most spirited season of them all. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) The 999 Happy Haunts and I are ready to materialize for a spooktacular celebration. You never know who will drop in. After all, this is... Halloween. <laughs> THIS IS HALLOWEEN! THIS IS HALLOWEEN! HALLOWEEN!
2: HALLOWEEN! 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 Boys and girls of every age, Wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see, It's our world of Halloween. Oh, this is Halloween! THIS IS HALLOWEEN! Pumpkin scream in the dead of night! THIS IS HALLOWEEN! Everybody make a scene, trick or treat, Till the neighbors gonna die of fright! To the
4: pumpkin song.
8: <laughs> and now our disembodied friends would like to serenade you with some scary oaky, just a few of our favorite tombs that we dug up for the occasion, We hope you'll enjoy a little night music. (laughs) Feel free to sing along. We're just some poor unfortunate souls in pain, in need.
4: Poor unfortunate souls, so sad, so true. Poor unfortunate souls!
7: Cruella DeVille, Cruella
4: DeVille If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will To see her is to take a second to you Cruella, Cruella DeVille she like a spider web.
3: Then it's dead Clearly I would never smile at Mr. Crockett.
8: Is very confusal. I have a lump of very sly. Fly, Fly. They come in ones and twosels, but if they so choosels, before your eyes you'll see them multiply.
0: Pink elephants on parade, here they come, hippity They're here and there are elephants
3: everywhere.
2: Look out! Look out! Pink elephants on parade!
8: He puffed and he blew. Up in
4: This is what I live for. It's such a wicked time of year in it. And I have just the spell to put us all in the mood. The Lucas of Rugacum, winds of the Caspian Sea The Rhynxs glasidus, Max laryngitis, La voce to me Now sing. Sing! Sing! (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha! (laughs) Unfortunate souls in pain in me. Ha ha ha! Yes! (laughs) Yes! Oh, they weren't kidding when they called me, well, a witch. (laughs) Unfortunate (laughs) souls (laughs) in pain in me. Listen up, sweet lips. I'll give you all a little treat. (laughs) Unfortunate souls in pain in me.
2: Next year you'll be dressing like me! Poor unfortunate unfortunate (laughs) soul! It is I, Jafar. I'm sure you wouldn't dream of starting the fun without me. (laughs) Why, you're
8: dead right.
2: Well then, let me treat you all to a little sorcery in the sky.
8: You call that magic? <laughs> Move over, old boy, and let Mr. Oogie kick it up a notch. Well, 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 what have we here? A trick or treat huh? Oh, I'm really scared. So you're the ones they're talking about. Ha, ha, ha. When Mr. Oogie Boogie says there's trouble close at hand, you'd better pay attention now, because I'm the boogeyman.
3: Hey, I say, Boogie Boogie.
8: Ah, the Dark Queen herself. Happy hollow wishes to you. We're delighted you could creep on over.
4: Why, we've only begun to heat things up. Let's show them just how spirited an All Hallows Eve celebration can really be!
8: <laughs> that was thrilling, wasn't it? And now to end our ghostly gathering, we invite you to partake in our favorite Halloween tradition, the scream along. Any volunteers? Just scream like you're trying to wake the dead. <laughs>
2: Scream!
3: Everybody scream! Happy, happy Halloween!
2: When the quick doors creak and the tombstones quake Spooks come out for a swinging wake Happy hearts materialize and begin to vocalize Grim grinning ghosts
4: come out to socialize Don't close your eyes, don't try to hide For a silly spook
8: Happy haunts want to thank you for hanging around while we scared up a little Halloween fun. (laughs) We do hope you'll drop in again for another spooktacular celebration. Happy wishes everyone!
4: (laughs) I put a spell on you and now you're mine. Can't stop the things I do. Nine line, oh no. It's been three hundred years, right down to the dead. Now the witch is back and somebody's on a pay I put a spell on you.